Bible talks about submitting. And I think a lot of times that people, um, they look at it as if submission is to the person. Mm-hmm. And I would like to debunk that theory because it's not really to the person as much as, as, much as it is to the process mm-hmm. of being married. Right. And so knowing that there's a submission to a process at times that might have instructions, directions or whatever that come from, you know, your husband or whatever. But it's really not okay groveling and all this and that. It's really more of a submission to the process. And I think that if we can begin to massage that, but I don't want to put words in your in in your mind. I want to say what when I say that, what are your thoughts about that? Well, first, before you submit to your husband, you need to submit to God. Come on. And that's first and foremost. You talked about the process, which is very true. The process, first and foremost, which is God. Because if you don't submit to God, you first of all submit God more than your spouse anyway. Um, because that, that's the source of what's going to keep you, you grounded and, and going to keep that firm foundation. Submission is not a bad word. It's not an ugly word. It's a beautiful word. The man is the head of the household, but that doesn't mean you are to be abused and that, you know, you have to, if you know the scripture and you know the Bible, see, some people will use it and they'll abuse it, right? right. But if you Come know on. the word of God, the word of God doesn't ever want you to hurt, lady. Right. So if he takes the Bible, there is such a thing as spiritual abuse. I've, I've right. interviewed uh, a woman who has been spiritual abused. There are people who have used the Bible as a, as a tool to punish, and that's not right. God, right? Right. Um, right. So if you know you're not being manipulated, you, you make, make sure you're not being manipulated. Someone uses right. the word to manipulate you, but that's why you have to be mentally, spiritually, and emotionally strong and healed, hallelujah. And if you are, you're not going to even Come fall on. for that. But first, if you submit to God, then you can easily submit to your husband. Right. Um, and, and it's not an ugly word. And he and it's, it, it doesn't make you weak. Doesn't make you weak. That's oh, please say that again, because that's the one piece that I always try to say. I'm just like, you know what? It is a level of strength. It's not because guess what? I have to submit to God. Yes, right. Yes. Here's the thing. And let me take this. This is what I, I had to say this on Facebook yesterday to somebody because they, they had a submission conversation. Okay. And I said, you know, what's so interesting when you wake up in the morning. OK. And you get dressed. All right. Um, you're already in submission to your job because you got to be to work by what? By a certain time. OK. You get out. You, you walk out your door. OK. You submit to the fact of security by locking your door. OK. When do when you get in your car, you submit to your car. Okay. When you walk into a restaurant, you submit to that menu. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't sit there and say anything like, okay, well, I should be a, you, you're at a Chinese restaurant, a Japanese restaurant, right? You're at a hibachi and you're up there talking about, yo, like, bring me some tacos. Yeah. Well, if, well, I should be able to have tacos because, you know, I should be able to eat what I want. You yeah. submit to a menu. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I like that you brought, yeah. I like that you used everyday uh, <laughs> things we do every time. day. That, and these yeah. processes, right? These are people. Yeah. The process is, the menu is a process of how you order food. And but, you but see, the thing is, I really like that you use everyday examples because like even in the Bible, God, he, he taught in parables, right? Everybody can't understand, you know, so uh, that's what I love about God and the word. But let me tell you, right. this is just what came to mind. It was download, I download, I download. So This is this is good stuff, right, Elam? This is great right. conversation and I just love it. I love it, I love it because <laughs> um, 
what I think about is how this is why people, let's go back to premarital counseling. The word submissive to a woman who is healed is not going to see it as an ugly word. But brothers, Ooh. if she's defensive, Ooh. maybe she was in an abusive relationship before she got with you. And submission, you see what I'm saying? Or she was in a household where she right. saw her daddy use the word of God to abuse her mama and to abuse them so again premarital counseling will bring that out come on this sister if she's not healed submission is an ugly word because she doesn't understand the meaning because the word she grew up hearing submission to her was an ugly thing being mm. submissive means she's abused and she's never going to let a man tell her what to do whereas right. a woman who is healed is saying i can submit to my husband right um, come on you, you see what I'm saying? Oh, so, I see so what you're saying. <laughs> everybody's background is different. And if the, right. we, we in grown bodies, but I say this, like, you know, the TV show, The Walking Dead, right? Yeah. Many yeah. of us are walking around looking good, but I, I say inside sometimes we're really mm. zombies walking Ooh, around. We, that's, we that's so true. Dead. You, that's can, so true. you have somebody who looks good, but inside they're dead. They're hollow. They, they holding on the generational curses you don't even know about. Come on. Come on. Oh, that's a, and so, so, uh, come on. Uh, you got to get to the root. Generational curses. That, that word right there. It's not a question of if, but when it comes forward in your marriage, will you be ready for it? Do you know That's what your true. generational curses are? Do you know what theirs are? Because it's not an if. People always think about, you know, like, for example, uh, you know, and you know, with respect to those that might have had, you know, cancer exist in their, in their um, life. Or mm -hmm. maybe you had, uh, maybe, maybe some of us are knowledgeable about the heart attacks or the diabetes or whatever, or the high blood pressure. Maybe we know those. Those are the only ones like we kind of go to, right? Yeah. We don't even think about infidelity as a generational person. You can get to that if you ask the question. See, this Come is on. what we, let, let me give you some <laughs> tips, right? And Elam, we can talk back and forth to each other, right? Mm -hmm. So let's say Elam and I, we've been on three or four dates, right? Or two right. or three dates. Right. So I'm going to say, so Elam, how is the, how do you, you know, do you have a good relationship with your father? Or really, I'll ask that on the second date, probably, right? Right. Do you have a good relationship with your father? If he said, I didn't, he said, oh, I don't know my daddy, then, then sister's, you need to think about, okay, this is a man or, or, and then you can say, well, did you have a bonus father growing up? If he right. says no, then sister, that should tell you, you're going to have to be a little patient because this brother uh -huh. didn't have a positive male role model growing up. Beep. If, if he Beep. didn't play sports, if he didn't have a coach, you know what I'm saying? Yes. No, no, so that's, that's, that's a tough conversation, but that's real. But it's that's just a real a conversation. Now you don't have to have the conversation at that time, but if you ask yeah. those type of questions, it, sister, it should be going off. Okay. He doesn't have a good relationship with his father. He didn't have a man to show him how to be a man. So I'm in your head, sister, you should be thinking if you ask that question, instead of right. how much money do you make, you're, you're asking, oh. You're, you're thinking to yourself, okay, I, I, this man is attractive. He loves God, but, right. but this may come up. Come on. Or brother, you need to ask her, do you have a good relationship with your mother? Or do you have a good, because if she doesn't have a relationship with her daddy, women know, Ooh. learn how uh. a man should treat them by Ooh. their relationship with their father. So Ooh. if daddy wasn't there, if mama ran daddy down all her life, mm -hmm. brothers pay attention. She's right. going to have some daddy issues. Yes. These are questions you should ask. You don't have, but, but just ask, do you have a good relationship with your family? Do you right. have a good relationship with your siblings? Right. Th those are simple questions that a red right. flag should go off. Okay. Yeah. Right. 
So if he gets a little irritated, now if we're talking about physical, emotional abuse, you need to get out of that right now. Men and oh, women, because I know men who have been abused. That's by a, but I'm, I'm glad you just brought that up. But it needs because to that's, a, that's a generational curse as well. Verbal and physical abuse. Verbal. Yeah. Let's, not, let's not forget about verbal. We all yeah. know about physical. We, can, we, we know what it is. We know domestic violence from a hands-on perspective. We don't even have to have that conversation, right? That's not what we're doing out here. And y'all know you're wrong if you're putting your hands on either person, right? right? But let's go to the verbal. Yeah, because the verbal when, abuse. When, when, based upon how that person grew up and how they heard that mom and dad might have been together, but how they heard them talk to each other is their norm now. It is right? their norm. And it could be crazy to you, but you, that's why you need to reach back in, see what mama, you need to go kick it with mama and daddy, see what that's looking like over there, right? Because that's y'all. <laughs> or maybe his mother was a narcissist growing up. Come maybe on. his mother was. So if you, so, so brothers, if you say, babe, can you make dinner tonight? She may hear you trying to tell me what to do. Oh, when you, you see what I'm saying? That. If she hasn't healed or Come if on. you say, babe, can you take out the trash? You didn't take out the trash. First of all, you know, I, I love this sister Val. I, I got a shout out wife like ministry, but she said, women, you need to watch your tone and the timing, right? Uh, but let's say the woman is off with her timing. Uh, okay. The brother just gets in from a hard day's work. You're coming at him with all this stuff. The world has been on his shoulders all day. Calm down. Right. Mm -hmm. But let's say you told him, asked him to take out the trash and he didn't do it. Maybe right. the sports game is on the Atlanta Chiefs or whatever. Is that even a, is it is that I the name? The Atlanta Chiefs. Okay, no I don't Chiefs. even watch football. Or whatever. What? No, you mentioned. The I, I'm glad that that was recorded. Oh my god, what that was love. It's the Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons, Falcons and the Kansas City Chiefs, and I'm Kansas you know I'm a fan City. of actually both. I'm a Chiefs whatever. fan. My heart, but you know, our Falcons, you know, since the whole whatever. So let's say he let's say he's watching sports. He ain't gonna take out the trash right then and there, right? But right. but if you say, babe, you didn't take out the trash because you take out mm -hmm. the trash, right? He mm -hmm. he may hear, Oh, you you think I don't take care of this household? Is that what you're telling me? Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Right. Communication. Everybody, you'd be a surprise. Yeah. We're 40 something years old, Elam, but walking around, still holding on to baggage, haven't been healed, haven't addressed it. And unfortunately, sometimes it doesn't come to the surface until premarital That's, counseling will bring it out. And even at the, the uh, I think the TikTok that I sent you earlier, that's one of the things that the lady was talking about. about she said, ask your wife whether she's submissive or not. She said, and then she started talking to the ladies, right? Because you saw it. So she was just like, um, you know, ladies, some of y'all might not want to hear how your husband really feels about your level of submissiveness. Mm. And so uh, she was just like, and over half of y'all are, boom. She just said, she, what you just said for like the past five minutes about the healing, she went right into that about, um, you know, just you're not healed. And so that's why you're, it shouldn't even have to be a question of the submission if you, if you made the right choice. And then if and if and for though I'm gonna I'm gonna add a layer to that. Let's yeah. that's that's the pre. Let's go to the post. You're yeah. now married, right? Okay, y'all still staying in there. We gotta recalibrate. That's right. right. You have to hit the reset button. It's your responsibility, man. It's your responsibility, uh, wife. You know to um you know uh to hit the reset button. Either one of you, right? And if you're not able to hit the reset button and sit down and have a conversation. It, 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 you're not doing your family a justice by just That's staying right. there. If you have children, they can feel yeah. that energy and it's actually mentally doing something. So as much as you think that, you know, y'all are staying together because you'd like to take Christmas photos like in a, in a couple of days, right? You're actually doing an injustice to your children. And even if you don't have children, you're actually killing yourself daily. 
Yeah. However you're about to live, you would That's probably right. live another 10 years. That's right. And even <laughs> if you don't get premarital cancer, let's say you decided not to get, pre- okay, there are going to be problems that come up. At least go to counseling. And, right. that, and that's what I'm saying. That's why I said for the post. Those who yeah, are married, post, it's okay. Still is there. It's okay. Reset. That's right. And that's part of it. Lesson learned. Move on. Because the therapist and counselor can bring some things to help strengthen that marriage, to help deal with some things. It's, it doesn't have to be. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. To the gentleman out there, I'm gonna tell you what my man Ken Stokes said one time. He said. He said, for the gentleman, he was like, man, we got this thing really messed up out here. Mm -hmm. He said, I didn't really think about this until uh, he's married to uh, my homegirl, Joy Stokes. And so shout out to Joy, Joystick. Um, And so he said, men need to make sure that they go to marriage counseling. (laughs) Watch this, man. Cheat code. He said, because you get to sit there. Mm. And let somebody else tell your wife exactly what you were probably saying anyway. And now she can't say nothing. He was like, now she can't say nothing because you've been saying it. And now you get somebody else to tell them. And now everybody's looking in the room like. That's good. You know what I'm saying? And that's actually for either side. And I'm just saying, be selfish, gentlemen. Go to counseling just to be selfish. (laughs) And you'll bump into it. It's almost like going to church. If you keep going to church, eventually you're going to get saved. Yeah. That's just the way my God works. That's a good perspective. So if you keep going to counseling, eventually that one of those days are going to pop. And like when you do, it's like euphoric. It's like, oh, like. (laughs) That's a good perspective. I never, hey, whatever. That's that's real. And when he said that, I was, I just laughed. He was like, yo, I don't know what I was thinking out here. He's like, man, this is the best thing. You know what I'm saying? It's so, so interesting, it was, though, uh, you know, he was about what I've been telling her. Maybe he would learn something, too. But, you know, whatever right. gets him in the door. <laughs> right. Come on. Come whatever. on. Come but on. But I, I think, I think whatever. Hey, that's some cheat like code that. right there. That was a cheat code right there. Like, and gentlemen, then, well, if you don't you know. Ever, but have you ever wondered how sometimes, have you ever noticed sometimes, like, you can tell your spouse or your bae something and they won't take it, but somebody else tell them and they'll be like, oh, that's right. It's like I said well, that. That's because that's scriptural, yeah. right? Um, I don't know the exact verse, but it talks about that a prophet in their own home is not respected, right? That's, so if that, it's that's, interesting. That's, it's in the Bible, right? It's so Jesus wasn't respected in his own place. You know what I'm saying? Like it's his boys didn't even respect him as much as other people did. Sometimes not. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, remember, Judas was his boy. He ran the money. People are always talking about, oh, you're a Judas. Let's read Judas was his boy. And Judas his boy that was, ran the money. Judas okay. was a thief. He was a thief. He was part of the plan. Uh, I, but what I'm saying is at the end of the day, they were still boys, right? Oh, yeah, so, of course. You know, just like Peter cussed, right? But that was his boy boy, right? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So let, these were, the disciples were real people. <laughs> you know, just for those that might not know, the disciples were just real people. They was Jesus' boys, They right? were real people. You know? They missed and the so, mark like everybody else, I tell yeah. you. So, you know, but I don't want to get too far. I just want to say just like at the end of the day, um, oh, goodness, it's 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 it would seem basic, but it's not. Um, And I want to give encouragement to those who have not thought about this 
we've been kind of, of course, in the banter and Dr. Dawn and I, we always do this, always have I We could go for like another hour. I'm sitting here saying, oh, maybe we could drop another hour, but we'll have a part three and part four. I'm already going to have to break this up into two parts. But, um, you know, but I, I say all that to say, you know, because there is a talent that exists inside of Dr. Dawn of wanting to help people. And that's something I've always like kind of felt from day one from her heart. Um, and so I thank you so much, Dr. Dawn, for being out here and sharing what you share and doing what you do, um, because you, you are making a difference to even the knowledge that you share tonight um, of just, you know, there's a healing that needs to happen for some. Right. Um, and but there's also there's actually a baseline that we also have to set here. And that baseline for those that are not um, they're not married yet, go to pre-marriage counseling. For those that are already married, hit the reset button, please. And those who are <laughs> wanting to be married, those who are engaged and those who are single, ready to be married, praying, right? Not in a place of desperation. Get some marriage mentors. That's what we need. Oh, marriage mentors. You want to go 15 get, more get minutes. Get some oh. couples who you can lean on. Oh. Uh, Oh, you want to talk some more. Okay. All right. I was, I was talking to this beautiful sister. I went to this Christmas party Saturday. Right. And I noticed her and her husband and how he was so loving with her and just catered to her. And I said, how long have y'all been married? And they met at work. And I said, I just love, I said, I'm a single sister who, who prays to be married one day. Right. And I said, I just was listening to her and just taking it in and just, but see, I saw it with actions. Um, and, and how he was just, so he was submissive to his Mm -hmm. wife bringing Mm -hmm. her this and that and and just such a wonderful they were such a beautiful couple and I just talked to her about marriage that's what you need you need to be yeah not I wasn't worried about your inner circle has a lot like they say if you if you if you hang around five if you hang around four broke people you're bound to be the fifth right well you want to think about that regarding uh you are who you hang around that's so right. if you have some strong couples that you're around, that's a great point, Dr. Dawn, because I, I don't want, that's something that people can, even if they are thinking, of, no, actually, I think that this would just be a part of just overall counseling period of yeah. making sure you're around the right people. Yeah. Um, but if you don't know, now you know <laughs> that you need to have some healthy couples around you. That's right. um, and, and to the point of, I've always said your best man, your maid of honor, they're a part of your board of directors that go along with your pastor of your, of your marriage. They should be mentors. Okay. Uh, you know, so that the man, the best man should have the best interest of the wife and the husband in mind, just cause y'all was cool since y'all was 15 and he don't even fool with her. That's not your best man. That's somebody you should put on the court. That's, okay. a good, that's a good point. You know what I'm saying? Uh, your, your, your maid of honor, she don't like your man. That's not the person to put on your court. Okay. That's a good Make point. Her, you know, I mean, she can be on the court, but she should not be the maid of honor. That's right? a good point. Those have to be your counsel because the, the pastor's not always available. Or maybe they and, need to sit down and just sit in the audience. But anyway. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Then there's that. But you know what? When you guys get into an argument, Dawn, you you and you and Mr. Paul get into a, a argument, right? Okay, well, if Mr. Paul call you, right, um, and you walk out the door, you mad, you're probably not gonna answer, right? But Dr. Dawn, if you call Elam, because I'm best friends with your husband, and you say, Elam, we just got into the worst argument. I need your help. This is where we are. I was wrong or I was right, whatever, right? I'm gonna be like, all right, cool. I'm gonna hang up the phone. When I call Dr. Mr. Mr. Dawn, Mr. Mr. Paul, whatever, 
he picking up on the first ring if he hadn't already been about to call me anyway because he's yeah. heated. Who you call when you heated? Your main peoples. I hope you're not yeah. calling mommy and daddy because that's the wrong people to call unless you are in an emergency situation. That's right. right. Other than that, you shouldn't be calling them. So you're going to call your boy or you're going to call your girl. So that's if you're, what happens. You know what I'm saying? And so if that person is that mentor that you know you can go to, they know who to call to bring you back. Let's call him King. I, I, he ain't he ain't no Mr. Paul. He, he, whatever he, 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 Yeah, I'm, I, so, I'm just I'm, I'm sorry, feeling yeah. some kind of you know. Yeah, name, yeah. Yeah. Well, That's I'm gonna call call King. Okay, King gonna call me anyway and tell me. And so now I'm gonna call. I mean, you go, you call me, then I can call King, and King gonna be like, "I Elam, I hear you." And now, because my job is to push you back into reality and to work it out right that's what i'm saying push you back to him not girl i never liked him anyway (laughs) come on yeah that's that's bad that come on girl i told you i told you when you said i i I mean i love you girl and i always but i never liked him no that ain't oh and you know what elam that is not your maid of honor that's another conversation who are you (laughs) asking for like and look some people have been divorced that it uh-huh. is what it is and we don't pass judgment. Right? right. But some people are divorced and, and they will continue. They, they have not healed and they're giving right. you bad advice, Ooh. telling you, girl, I knew he was no good. And, and just like you're saying, Elam, or girl, you let's go out to the club to teach him a lesson. Come on. Anything put the dress that, on the Martin Lawrence. Yeah, I remember Martin Lawrence back in the day said, "Girl, put that dress on and get on out there." Nah, but, but see, it's funny because it's a TV show and it was Martin, right. but in real life, it ain't cute. It's gonna have you in divorce court, or or, or like that mama. You know that movie, um, "Not Easily Broken" with Taraji and Morris, right. and that mama yes. was in, and she had to tell right. her mama, "You got to go." Right, right. That can really happen. So Elam, you touched on that. That's a danger. Girl, let's go to the club. Girl, yeah. she wanted to chase after him when they will not chase, but wanted to go after him when they were having that argument. And right. her mom said, Don't you go after him. Right. That's that what I'm saying. Like that movie could have been over in 15 minutes if she would have, right? If if she would not, but but listening to and understanding, but, but and so, Dr. Don, what you're doing is you're touching on, oh my gosh, this, this, these are just the, the, the dynamics that exist of a marriage, right?